y'all. This is WB superstar Sammy Zayn. Lena Vega here. Yours truly, the half man, half amazing Montel Montavious Porter MVP. You're listening to Road Trip After Hours with Mac Davis and Hall of Famer Teddy Long. With a certified G and a bona fide stud, and I'm not even talking about me. I'm talking about Teddy Long and my man Mac Davis. How you guys doing? Enjoy the show, guys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Road Trip After Hours. I'm your host, Mac Davis, along with my co-host, Mr. WWE Hall of Famer, Holla Holla, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. Hey, Holla Holla, player. How you doing, brother? I haven't seen you in person probably what's been about two, three weeks now, starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> well, I've been doing all right, man. Just been kind of moving around, uh, doing some uh, Comic Cons and some signings and stuff, you know, staying a little bit busy. But, uh, you know, I always got time for you in the after hours. Yeah, man, I appreciate that, too. Hey, look here. I Right before we came on, I had uh, spotted something online that uh, an interview that Mark Henry did with Chris Van Vliet. I believe that's how you say his last name. Uh, and I'm going to just read a little bit of this to you to what they had talked about. Uh, Chris said it was three years ago, like the world was just starting to shut down, and you were still, like, guess, I guess, finishing up with WWE. At that time, did you have any idea that things were going to come to an end with WWE? Good question, because I always wondered what all went down there. And he says, they wouldn't hire me because I knew things. And I didn't think that they wouldn't hire me because I knew things. And sometimes I guess it could be a bad thing when people don't want to know where the bodies are buried, I guess. From a business standpoint, I wanted a position in the office because I didn't want to wrestle anymore. And they wouldn't hire me because I didn't have enough experience. Does well, that shock you at all? Well, I, I mean, Mark never said, you know, Mark and I was always good friends. I mean, Mark never said nothing to me about, you know, he wanted to work in uh, WWE offices, anything like that. Uh, in fact, I saw him and uh, once he left and went to AEW and then I saw him before. No, I saw him before he went to AEW because he came out in Texas and worked with me at SWE. Yeah, uh, yeah that's kind of shocking. I, I didn't know that uh, he wanted any you know, backstage or office stuff. I mean, Mark was, you know, he, like I said, he he, he knew things about wrestling. And I'm sure he could have helped a lot of the, the young talent. I thought he'd be very good. I, I did think some that he was in it, down at NXT at one time, I believe. I don't know that for sure, but I thought that might have would have been a good, you know, spot for him there, you know, to try to help the young talent out. And Mark was very good with working with the young kids and stuff, yeah. man. So I, I, I just, you know, all this is kind of new to me too. Yeah, it just blows and me well, away. And not, let me say, go back to this. What what did he mean when he was saying he knows things and where the bodies are buried? I don't. I understand. don't know. It, he slipped that in as he was talking, and I was like, "What?" It, it's almost like I, I imagine it was kind of tongue in cheek. Well, you know, I know things. I know where the bodies are. I didn't think they'd let me go because I knew where the bodies are. You know that kind of thing. Oh, uh, okay. you know, I think he, I think he was. Just, yeah, I think he was okay. just kind of goofing around, but. He did go on to say in the interview that well, uh, well, Mac, let me tell you something. You don't goof around with stuff like that. Yeah, you know, you don't say stuff. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but you know that I don't know. Yeah, I, well, I think that, the, like I say, I think he was just kind of, you know, he, it wasn't a serious thing. It was just kind of something he was trying to allude to that, you know, I didn't think I was going anywhere. I've been here forever. Well, 
you know. Well, yeah, well, Mark had, you know, you know, like I said, for as I know, Vince, Vince liked Mark, you know, and yeah. and uh, he always, you know, you know, took care of Mark. So, you know, I, like you I said, actually, he said, he had been there. He's he been actually, there forever. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, he actually said that Vince uh, sent him over to go for the job interviews and everything with the WWE to work in the office. And he, it just didn't go anywhere. And he finally went back, said he went back to Vince and said, you know, I, I guess it's time for me to go. I don't want to wrestle anymore. And uh, you, they don't think I have enough experience to help in the office. He was okay. hurt by it. Yeah, he was he was a little hurt by it all. And I do remember he got upset as well at a time when uh, they were doing, it may have been Randy Orton, I think it was, that kind of put him in his place. Well, he's a legend killer. That was his gimmick. But they used Mark in a piece where he came up on his uh, scooter. And, uh, I was there. Yeah, and I don't think he appreciated that whatsoever. Yeah, I was at that show. I was, I was, I was there. I was. I think that was the night. I think Big Show was was there too. I think that might have been his last last yeah. uh, bait too. Yeah, I think they had two or three guys. They did that too on the same night. Uh, and, yeah, uh, I think you're correct. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, uh, I'm hearing now that a WCW pay per view event may be coming back. To the WWE uh, coming in December, they're now talking about the possibility of Starcade becoming a pay-per-view event uh, with WWE, and they think it may take place though in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> of course, it will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna make that extra money while they got it. But right. I do like to see the name come back. I always did like Starcade; those are great events. You were there during those times, right, Teddy? Yeah. Tell me, I've always heard, and everybody you talk to, especially the Rock and Roll Express, will tell you this. They will tell you it was like being a rock star. Everywhere you went, the place was packed out. People were going crazy. Can you explain what that environment was really like to work in? Well, it was great to work there, man. I mean, you always feel good when you go to an arena and, you know, and, you know, and once you know the bell time, that bell rings, you know, and you look out there and every seat in the building is full. You know what I mean? That's motivation right there, man. You ready to go out and you ready to entertain those people and have a good time, you know, and give them their money's worth. So it was great back there. Like I said, with Rick and Robert rock and roll, uh, uh, the, the Ivan, Nikita, and uh, Midnight Express. Express with Jim Cornette, uh, Road Warriors, you know, back there. And then, like I said, I had Butch Reed and Ron, the team of doom. Yeah. Uh, Johnny B. Bad, uh, man, uh, Dusty Rhodes, Vicious, Danish Five, skyscrapers, man. So, yeah. man, it was it was absolutely you know fantastic, man. What you know, we, and then every night, you know, we had fun, and yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. You know, guys went out and worked their butts off, man, and we all had a great time, and we all got along. Yeah, is it back in the day? It was a lot different at the end of a show how guys would go out and do what they do versus what they do today. Because I'm hearing now that really a lot of guys just go back to the hotel or whatever and they play video games and wait till the next day. Whereas in in the older days, you were driving, sometimes maybe drinking and driving because that's how things worked back then. Uh, but you would party a lot more. So has that changed? You've been in the back quite a bit. Have you seen these guys? They look completely different when it comes to that. Well, um, I don't think that exists anymore. You know what I mean? Maybe with some of the, you know, the older guys that uh, probably still around, you know, and then I don't even think, you know, those guys really party now. I mean, I've seen some of them, you know, like after TV, stop at the bar, if the bar's open, maybe have a couple of beers and, you know, go to their room. So I I think a lot of that is just kind of faded out. I mean, maybe it's not, I don't know, but as far as I could see, the times that I went back, it just, that atmosphere just wasn't there. Yeah. 
Uh, something else I want to bring up, uh, Instagram post by John Cena has a lot of people scratching their heads right now, making them wonder, uh, because the picture that he put up on his Instagram post with no title, no words whatsoever, simply L.A. Knight. People are assuming now that maybe we'll see L.A. Knight versus John Cena. Your thoughts? Well, I, I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm, just be straight up with you. I'm not a John Cena fan. Okay, so I, I don't I don't really know. Uh, L.A. Knight, I like this kid, man, you know, and I think it's a great opportunity, you know, he, you know, for him to, you know, to work with someone like John Cena. But, I mean, you know, I, I don't know what a, a Cena is serious about coming back wrestling. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't get none of it. So, and I guess it's really not my business anyway. So, whatever happens, you know, that shouldn't concern me anyway. But, you know, if that's what happens, you know, we'll just wait and see. I, I The only part of that that I would like to see would be the promo battles between the two of them. Because they're both great on the stick. But outside of that. I agree with you. I've never been a big John Cena fan. I know a lot of people love him. It's just a different breed of wrestler than what I was used to, I guess. Uh, he has a lot of talent, not taking that away from him either whatsoever. Uh, but he was kind of like a Bret Hart to me. And I know you don't feel this way about Bret Hart. But for me, Bret Hart was a little dull as well. I just kind of found him dull. Don't know why. Just did. And John was one of those guys as well. L.A. Knight, like you say, on the other hand, though, I would love to see him get a push. He is, I, I think there's something about him the fans just want to see some success in his uh, corner, and I think it's coming. I th either that or the WWE is just blind because they've got a lot of money sitting right there. Yeah. Well, like I said, that kind of stuff, you know, we don't know and probably never will know. We just have to wait until they make up their minds and we see what they want to do. All right. We got to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's the best part of the show. Ask Hetty. The Cauliflower Alley Club exists to help those in the wrestling business who have fallen on hard times. Your membership is the lifeblood of our club and mission. Annual memberships start at only $27.50 per year. Plus, by being a member, you can join us for our yearly reunion in Las Vegas, baby. Bright light city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Join us for our 57th annual reunion at the Plaza Hotel and Casino, August 28th through the 30th in Las Vegas. Honorees include Coco Beware, The Nasty Boys, and CM Punk. The Cauliflower Alley Club welcomes all members to our yearly reunion. Join the CAC and join us August 28th through the 30th in Las Vegas. But you must become a member first. Join the list of legendary wrestlers, both past and present, who are proud members of the CAC. The 57th Annual Cauliflower Alley Club Reunion in Las Vegas. To join the CAC, go to the CaulifloweralleyClub.org. That's CaulifloweralleyClub.org. If you see it once, you'll never be the same again.
Welcome back to Road Trip After Hours. I'm your host, Mac Davis, along with my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. What's going on? We're back. We are back, and I'm ready to ask Teddy. Are you ready? Well, yeah. Let's see what these people want to talk about today. All right. Here we go. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. All right, here we go. Teddy, question number one. Omar in Georgia writes, love the show. You two guys sound like fun to hang out with. Can you come to my Can you come to my birthday party in August? Uh, I got a feeling I'm, I'm booked that weekend. Teddy, how about you? Well, I mean, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I, if, what, you know, you maybe need to put, give him some information there. And if he needs us at his birthday party, then this is what he has to do. I think he just wants us to come have some cake. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, how do you, you think we're going to get there? <laughs> hey, but Omar, we appreciate the invite. Honestly, we do. But, and happy birthday. Uh, let us know when your actual birthday is. We'll bring that up again. Uh, That's right, see. Omar. That's right, man. Happy birthday to you, Blair. All right, Jimmy in Colorado asks, who was the most annoying person you ever had to work with? <laughs> Doesn't mean you hated him. They just get annoyed and you get it get on your nerves somehow. Hornswoggle. Yeah, I've heard that from a couple of people actually, Teddy. Yeah, he was he was I heard he was kind of a ribber and he could be rough to work with. Any stories? Well, I don't I, I don't know about <laughs> a, I don't know about the river. He got a lot of ribs put on him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't really have no story about it. He's just, you know, just just annoying sometimes, man. He, you know, especially when he got to drinking. And I had to do some stuff with him one time we did during uh, St. Patrick's Day or something like that. And uh, him and Crystal Marshall, I think they drank up all the real alcohol. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so we had no props. Okay. So that, 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 that was good. That was a lot of fun. Oh, but man. Of, I remember one time, I, I I guess he had got drunk or something, and uh, the next thing I know, I see Undertaker's got him on one of these luggage carts, and he's pushing him to, on the elevator or something, and just throws him on the elevator or something, <laughs> I forget. So it was something happened like that, but I know he was on a luggage cart. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, let's see. Jude in Memphis wants to know, did you get bonuses for working WrestleMania? Did WWE have incentives for work performance. Uh, you're talking to the wrong guy. I think you need to call the WWE offices. Yeah. <laughs> you, you never, I mean, they wouldn't, I would imagine some people like Cena on the, on the main event of the card probably got a little extra money at the end of the night, or at least in the old days they did. I don't know how that works now. Uh, but well, if they did, you know, you don't talk about it. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Cooper in Deerfield, Illinois asks, when wrestlers come to the gorilla, let me try that again. When wrestlers come to the gorilla position, does Vince go over anything with the talent before going out? Uh, well, sometimes he does. If there's uh, some changes that something he may want to change, you know, right at the at the, at the moment, I've he done that with me. Uh, 
I was getting ready to go out one time and uh, he asked me what I was saying and then I repeated it and then he said, no, I don't want you saying that. And then he started telling me something all over, something brand new. So I had to stand there and get all that that he just told me and forget about all that that I remembered. And then I'm got about two or three minutes. My music is playing. Now I'm headed out. So I got to keep that in my head. What I just got wow. from him. Oh, but that's wow. part of but that's part of the test. Vince is a is a genius, you know, and he likes to keep you on top of your game. And so when he tests you like that, all you have to do is pass. Once you pass the test, he'll leave you alone. But he just want to make sure you're on top of it. Does Vince have a habit of testing a lot of the boys as well? Uh, because it seems like sometimes they'll put them in positions to see how they react to whatever they put them in. And I've always wondered if Vince did those things on purpose just to see the quality and the and the character of the person he's working with. Well, I don't really know, you know, what the purpose he did it for. You know, Vince just wanted everybody to understand one thing, you know, that, you know, take this job serious. We don't play here. This is this is business. And so I think when a lot of guys start slacking or maybe playing around a little bit, then I think Vince had to bring them back to reality. You know what I mean? Let you know you this is a business here we're doing. You know, so uh, like I said, I, I I just I don't think nothing was done on purpose. I think sometimes uh, the talent can you can put yourself in a position to uh, <laughs> to yep, yep. make Ben get some give you some backlash. So it ain't just him. Some basically most of the time it's the talent. Yep. It's you, the individual. All right, let's see. Eric in Ohio ask in all your years in wrestling. What was the loudest match you were ever a part of? I don't. I, I'm assuming he's talking about the fans and the reaction to the match. Well, I don't know, man. I was doing the attitude area. Every match was loud. You know what I mean. So you know they pop for everybody. You know yep. it just wasn't. Um, you know I that that's I brother. I, I, that's kind of hard to answer. You know I don't. You know because I never kept up with the read the loud reaction. No way. I mean once you're out there, you know doing your job. You know what I mean. Yeah. You you kind of in that world. So um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know there was a time and it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I you were in Atlanta and I think it was with WWE and a match was going on and your name started getting chanted throughout the building. Uh, do you recall that? Am I, am I right about that? I keep thinking that uh, I remember hearing going, you know, they're, 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 they're yeah, I did. yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, but I always uh, wondered how that had to make you feel as you sat there because I mean, that it's not something you're expecting to hear and you're not so right. sure. I imagine in your head, you're going, God, shut up, shut up. The boss is listening, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but no, at the same time, wanna... it had to make you feel good too. No, I don't, I don't want him to shut up. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. I, I want the boss to listen. I'm yeah. glad he's listening. Well, they, they obviously he was. All right, let's see. The last <laughs> one we have. We only got a few minutes here. So let's see. Uh, Clara from New Jersey. You're going to love this. She has a name association with you, uh, Daddy. Um, I'm looking at the names now. <laughs> Some of these names, I, I don't know how you're going to respond. Let's see. All right. Uh, just kind of, I'll give you the name. You give me a thought about the person or a memory, anything that uh, comes to mind. Eve Torres. Uh, great girl, real nice. Had a great time working with her. Uh, she was part of the. She kind of made you do a lot of things you didn't want. It. She's the one who actually made you put the oil on. Uh, oh, who'd you rub oil on? No, that was uh, I rubbed the oil on Cesaro, and that was uh, Oksana. That okay, okay. 
But Eve, Eve, and Eve was a Eve Torres had me in the Eve had me in the apron, you know, with the thing I had on where I was wearing uh, my name and stuff on it, and I had on the apron. That's what <laughs> Eve had me doing. All right, here's one I'm interested in: Our Truth. Ah, uh, great guy. Had a, got a good time working with him too, man. Real nice guy. I hear he's kind of funny in the back. Is he as crazy as he is on TV in the back? No, not really. He's got a mellow in the back. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You see him on TV, man. He's like somebody just charged him up. No, right, here... he's, he's totally different in the back. Now, here's another good name. Santino Morella. Oh, it's funny. You know, all the time, you know, great guy, man, and always, you know, cracking jokes. I want to tell you something, and I may embarrass myself, but I don't give a damn. Uh, when Santino Morella debuted in the WWE, when they were across the, on the other side of the pond, and McMahon's in the ring, and he brings him in, I honestly thought that he was a local wrestler who just got a lucky break on live TV. That's how much I bought that, uh, which I thought was really well done, because after a bit, you're like, okay, shit. Obviously, this is, you know, this is, you know, a story, but I bought it hook, line, and sinker. And there's not many times in wrestling when I do, but that one I did. For some reason, I bought that. And I thought he was probably one of the most comical characters uh, that they had for a long period of time on WWE programming. Okay. Yeah, I like him, man. I would, you know, they had him with me for a little while. You know, he was my assistant. Yep. Yep. I'm not Santino. uh, Rob Van Dam is the next name. Rob Van Dam, man, you know, this is, you know, great. <laughs> that's my man, right. man. You know, this is, you know, Rob, all I got to do is, you know, give him good prop. Just as high as we can be, brother. Yeah, brother. Hey, hey, hey. moonwalking. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Dudley boy. <laughs> the Dudley boys. Uh, two good guys, Bubba and Devon, uh, especially Devon. You know, I have, I have communicated a little bit more with him than I did Bubba because me and Devon, we always played around and I always ribbed him, you know, like I was gay and <laughs> I was his gay lover and stuff. So I just saw Devon this weekend. Uh, we were in um, okay, hold, uh, hold, 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 Massachusetts. Hold, 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 no, I'm not going to let you off this easy. Hold on. When you say you would act that way with Devon, what would you do? Oh, I would just come up to him, you know. Uh, well, here's one thing you'll love. I, I one 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 day uh, he's uh, he's on the airplane. They come and told me that he'd already got on. So I come right on the airplane. Now everybody sit on the airplane. I go right to him. I said, Devon, why did you not wake me up? You knew you you just left out of the room, left me sleep, Devon. Now you know. <laughs> oh yeah, I just went right off. <laughs> oh God, I bet he was dying. I bet he was dying. And, and I didn't say I didn't say Devon. I came and I said, Devon. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> oh, the people on the plane, they were just looking at me, you know, because they thought I was going to beat him up, you know, because I was arguing at him, you know, because he left me. Uh, and then I, changed, then I changed voice on him and just started, started looking at him, and they looked at me, and everybody just started laughing. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. Oh, I seen him this week. I saw him, like I said, I saw him this past weekend, and I walked right up to him, and he's with his wife, and I said, well, y'all might be an item, but me and him are a couple. <laughs> I'm, the sh- I'm gonna end the show right on that because that and, I'm, and, and when you end this show i'm gonna be in jackson mississippi this weekend and devon and Bret hart are definitely they're gonna be there you got to get devon on a little video piece talking about that uh maybe cutting up a little bit see if he'll well i'm gonna have him uh i did his uh he had a podcast and i did his podcast so when i see him this week i'm gonna set up something and we'll uh we'll bring him on the podcast that sounds good teddy i appreciate it brother hope you have a great time while you're there make some money 
Hey, man, I hope I make some money too, man, because that's what it's all about. The dollar dollar makes you go holla holla. Amen. I'm Mac Davis. That is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long, and this has been Road Trip After Hours. Holla!